It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. It's the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Luke Moore. It's a Thursday. I do hope you're keeping well. Oh, isn't it getting warm? Aren't the lights nights getting longer? Whoa, lovely, Lukey, lovely. Yeah, clocks go forward soon. Exciting. You get an hour Cannot less in bed for one wait. night, in resp- but in return you get a good six months of great quality evenings. Great quality evenings. Have yeah. you? I think we're allowed to now meet friend, a uh, one friend out in the in the in outside uh, for a beer. Is that true? Uh, have you done that yet, Luke? Have you sat? I saw two men, two young men with some desperados. <laughs> Uh, on sat on a you know the gates they have to open and close on a on a on the canal. Uh, I saw two yeah. lads sat there and they were just polishing off some desperados. And I'm like, oh, that, that looks cool. nice. They do sound cool, except they're drinking desperados. Which were they are cool? Did abhorrent. you want to be a part of it? <laughs> I did kind of, but then that yeah. would have been that would have if you joined. I guess you'd you'd ruin their day because the, that that's a three now. You can't do that. So I think the change has been, as far as I understand it, the change is that you are allowed to meet one person outside your household, outside for exercise purposes. Oh. I think you're now allowed to do it for leisure purposes, I believe. But I'm not an expert in these uh, Byzantine rules that exist in, no, our, in our lives very... these days. All um, right. All so right. I haven't done it Lawrence, yet. Lawrence, no. calm it down, mate. All right. Yeah. Wind what it I in. have done um, is what yeah. I do most of the time anyway, because I'm 40, I've enjoyed a can of Guinness in my living room. I like it. Look, I like it. I've run. I, you bought me some tiskies very kindly before Christmas. I've run out of them a little while ago, so I'm, oh, I, I, I need to get my fix. I need... <laughs> send you another. Yeah. I'll send you another slab of them. Apparently, they're problematic <laughs> these days. Can't, can't drink anything these days. Ah, I've got. We've got to find another. I think there's a witch, witch eggs or something. Like that. There's lech. another Polish lager I want to try. Yeah, let's have a lech. Let's try a lech. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I had quite the adventure on um, Saturday, Lucky Moore. I live off a private road. Didn't know it was a private road when we moved in. Didn't know this for some reason the private road you is changed. down to us to to maintain. Um, it's basically just a dirt road with a lot of like uh, dirty old rocks uh, that people it's drive ironic, over. Peter, and- because you're the exact person that that exists for the reason that people have private roads. <laughs> exactly. So you're supposed to be keeping me out. You've infiltrated. But there's just there's just loads of potholes. Uh, since we moved in, the, the the road has gone to absolute shit, and 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 it, I don't know what it is, but there's there's just massive potholes and there's big and um, puddles and stuff. And oh, I mean, for people with decent suspension and their big Range Rovers around here, uh, the old the old Chelsea tractors, they're fine. But with me and my uh, little scooter, it really hurts the bum bum. So, uh, a lot of people, uh, some mysterious uh, benefactor sort of rocked up with a with a, a big digger full of dirt, um, and and uh, proceeded to um, just basically pour it on the floor. And it was our job uh, as residents of this private road to uh, just pick up the soil and put and fill in the potholes and fill in the road. Um, the only thing is that I didn't have um, a trowel or a spade or anything that was useful uh, in this particular job. And I had to just use a sturdy brush um, and I was embarrassed and I was mortified and I just felt emasculated, quite frankly. Did people judge you? Uh, yeah, but luckily 
the dirt arrived earlier than they said it was going to arrive. It was supposed to be arriving at 10. We were going to start at 10. That was the agreement, the tacit agreement across the road. Uh, that's when it was going to start. Uh, and then a lot of people, uh, and then the people just started. I think people were just raring to get going. They hadn't spoken to a lot of people, so they were raring to get going for a chat and a, and a bit of a literal muck spreading. Uh, and, yeah, and and I, I got at a certain time. But people, So people started turning up like an hour late once the digger had already left a long time ago. So they were really upset that they looked lazy. Um, so, no, so, so nobody really noticed the fact that I was woefully unprepared with my big yellow uh, sturdy brush. How did they get in touch with you to invite you along? Uh, paper through the door. Paper through the door. It wasn't one of those, um, read them, read them, let them understand them. Zoom calls. <laughs> it was a bit like that. The vibe was a little bit like that. Was but it? I learned that there was. But I learned there's um, two doors down. There's a man who, uh, as a job, does VR, does virtual reality, mate. I'm like, what? Tell you us live more about two that. doors down from it. He d- he does virtual reality for like medicine. And can you imagine if you're building a 3D world and it's just guts? Can you imagine the disgusting uh, textures you've got to have on your computer? Just oh. loads of heart heart. Oozing ventricles and blood. I think and you're guts his worst nightmare as a neighbour. You're, <laughs> you're just going to ask him loads of questions about Tell it. Tell me about like, the textures. Tell me how you make the, the 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 bodies so shiny and stuff. But we had a you know we had a little natter about that. Then a couple of doors down after that, he came over. He was he was a Geordie. He was a Ramble fan uh, who came over and said hello. Um, and weirdly, uh, I really felt sorry for him. His kid, his little Ben, came up and. Uh, Full Newcastle kit. I was like, oh, man, oh, I'm so sorry. That, I you've mean, done that. It's part you of your fault, Peter. That's <laughs> your fault, that. Oh, bless him. So, yeah. Who's I, your favourite neighbour? Was there any neighbours you didn't like? Come on, be honest. Uh, no, there's a man down the road who, who's uh, just always out. I've told you, he's always just out of his house. Baldy bloke. He just, he just, he's just not allowed in his house, I don't think. And he's got one of those kit cars that looks like a Formula One car that he, he, he spends ch- time tuning up every weekend. But he just never spends any time in his house. He's always just marching up and down, being a knobby knoll, in my opinion. Um, there's, there's one of my neighbours, I don't know if I told you this, but on, <laughs> one of my neighbours uh, on Christmas Day spent mm. the entire afternoon on the street outside our house with a can of beer uh, and a load of cans of beer on the wall. And if someone walked past on Christmas Day, he offered them That'd a be beer. Christmas. And people oh, nice. would stand around talking to him. And he was out there for about five hours. <laughs> I like it. He's got um, was he he's got a wife and cup? two daughters. I don't think he gets much peace. <laughs> oh, so that, I thought he was just trying to escape for the day. I think Lovely. So. Yeah, I think got a lot of time part- for that. I like, I like the idea that Christmas Day, that's my time. That's my time. Not a time <laughs> for family for or for kids. That's my time. Yeah, that seems a bit weird. How old's they been? Then, and the, the, his daughters would be like, I don't know, like 10 and 12 or something. But um, the reason I asked you as to how, the, how your neighbours got in touch is because my wife joined the Streets WhatsApp group. Oh, yes. And I wonder if there's a WhatsApp group because I don't think they'd like my memes. Your memes are very dank. Yeah, they're the dankest of memes. Yeah, for, I mean, you, you take a meme, a meme of your standard, which even in media-centric London would be considered to be quite high on the dank scale. You take that to fucking Berkhamstead, people aren't going to hit them, mate. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty naughty. Pretty naughty, mate. Have you sent any good dank memes to your dad recently? 
No, he's uh, what's it? What's he been up to? We we were sharing uh, a love of of, of switching the, the corner of which fridge uh, of, of changing the order in which your, your fridge opens. Um, he did his recently, and I and I, I copycatted him. Um, he was telling me a story about. <laughs> he told me a story. He used to work in a hospital. Uh, he's done loads of jobs. Like that. Minor bloody uh, chemical plant worker, but one of his jobs when I was young. Um, he, he, he used to work in a hospital and he's an electrical engineer. So he would fix any bits of instrument that needed to be fixed, like a defibrillator or like, you know, all, all the stuff that fl- floated around. So pretty, like pretty, imp- a pretty important job. Cause you don't want things like heart rate monitors going down there. Do you? you don't want no. like ECG machines going down on you, so to speak. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, the, um, the, yeah. And he said that this, 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 this specialist, uh, rocked up with this machine he'd bought on the internet. Um, and it was basically just like a spark plug uh, on a wire. It was like a wire on a spark plug with a, with, a, with a charge through it. And he just bought it off the internet. He'd heard about this new way of zapping uh, kidney stones, and he and he decided he wanted to use it in in his surgery. And it just sounds like the eighties were like the fucking yeah. barber surgeon days That's or something. Like, it just, just yeah. rock. And I was like. It, it sounds like the EU, you know, the EU and, you know, higher standard of care just sounds like, sounds like it was needed, to be honest, Dad. Did he it sounds like, like it a was dead needed. body that he'd taken from a grave? There was loads of times, like, specialists would just turn up and go, I've, I've bought this off the internet and it's just a, uh, it, it, it sends an electrical pulse through like a spark plug. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and so my dad's like, right, okay. And, and so it was his job to ratify uh, electrical things for, for, for use in, in surgery. Should your so dad go, be right, doing that? Is he good to do that? <laughs> he was qualified doesn't he wear, to... Doesn't he wear a necklace containing the bone of one of his feet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not a good look. That was that was pre-born in his foot. I think he still okay. had all his bones in his feet. Bless okay. him. But he, uh, yeah. And, and this guy, this this specialist, went, I want to use this in surgery. And he went right. Um, so how do I test it? What like what is it? And he's got a well, word just explodes uh, kidney stones. And, he, and my dad was like, <laughs> What well, else does it explode? There are, there are <laughs> rules. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there are rules about electrical currents through the body because. Yeah. It does stop hearts and start it, them. Um, Pete, and, you, like, and, you, and as long as you do it twice, it's fine. Did it come a company with an Eddie Murphy putting his temple gift going, can't get kidney stones <laughs> if I've exploded your kidney? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. And once again, you've said he's Eddie Murphy. It's not Eddie Murphy. Um, Who is it? The, uh, it's just a dude. I thought I can't it was Eddie Murphy. No, I, thought no, the point, it... I thought the whole point of it was it was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. I don't know. You Talk blind maniac. Oh, um, dear. Pete, um, by the way, but, speaking but, of dads... But I'm just, yeah, go on. No, go on, carry on. I'm sorry, you carry on. You finish. Well, sorry. I just said, so So he wrote, So my dad rang the company who came up with this fucking spark plug uh, kidney stone <laughs> exploder and went, right... <laughs> it's not called I that, need is you, it? Like whatever it. it is, yeah. <laughs> I, need you, I need a schematic to sort of say, like, what voltage is coming down this? What? Where was this made? Because I, I, I can't sign off. I can't put a little sticker saying, tested, <laughs> tested yeah. by Stewie D, if he's going to explode someone's fucking brain with it. Yeah. Um, I, need, I need the schematics. I need, I need proof of, of why it works or how it could go wrong um and the bloke went look just i haven't got a schematic we'll just put a uh three by extra mint in a in a glass of water <laughs> just explode it what and my dad's like i'm not giving this a sticker no. like, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also don't like the idea of being sat in a doctor's surgery with a complaint and he comes in and he says right mr moore come in and sit down um mm. so we've had we've seen we've seen um We've seen your um, 
your chart and you're ready yeah. to do a procedure on you now to, to, to alleviate these symptoms. And me said, thank you very much, doctor. What, were you, what, what are you going to be using? And he just pulls a curtain back and goes, we're going to be using the uh, spark plug kidney stone exploder. So <laughs> I don't want it called that. Call it something else because that is not relaxing me. That's not good bedside Why has it got manner. electrical tape all over it? Has this been yeah. ratified by Stewie Donaldson? We, 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 we're led to believe that you've eaten a, f- a few too many tree ball strong mints. No, that's not the problem. Uh, can I, can I um, point you in the direction of a, a, a photo I've just sent you on WhatsApp? My dad sent me through the All latest right. picture of the bench he's made in lockdown. So regular oh, listeners nice. will know that my old man has started building benches in lockdown. And he sent me a picture of one the other day, of one in that's progress. That's astonishing. It's great, right? Looking. It looks good, doesn't it? Beautiful. Absolutely lovely. Yeah. Wow. So oh, he's, a lovely he's, bit, lovely bit of polish on the uh, wood as well. Fantastic. He's making like three or four of them, not for commercial purposes, just to give to various members of the family because he's a good egg. It's keeping him busy. Um, you'll notice he's got a pair of Kevlar safety shoes on as well. <laughs> he's all about <laughs> that life. Look, if that bit, if that bit of wood falls down on his feet, he's going to be a big bother. Exactly. My dad's also got my dad's. Speaking of like our dads and um, and feet problems, <clears throat> my dad's got no toenail on his big toe because it got so annoyed with it being ingrown all the time he just pulled it off does it not grow again does it, he kept we, pulling we it grow off. again and kept pulling it off yeah that's a horrible thing to have to sort of go through yeah has he tried a spark plug on a on a stick <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's basically not grown back so god knows what he's done to it because you'd think that it would keep growing back i got my um mm. i got the middle fingernail on my left hand um, did I tell you about that? I slammed off in a door once, mm, and right. uh, it was astonishingly painful. Oh yeah, horrible! It's it, not, it just it goes off flat and then black and then falls off. Ugh, gross! <clears throat> Absolutely gross! Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, that's a nice way to end the first half. I Pete. benches, kidney stone exploders, fingernails, toenails, all mm. sorts going on. Let's have a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do what we're going to do. Loads more of this type of stuff, I suppose. We'll see you in a minute. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you want to fight, Luke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's have a fight. I think, I'd, I, think, I think I'd beat you in a fight. Yeah, you probably would, but I'm a lover, not a fighter. You're tired at the moment, that's why. I'm tired. I'll take you now. I'm a tired boy. I've had a busy, busy old week trying to wrangle electronics left, right and centre. Enjoy. The it, closest though. I've come to having a fight with you, and it's not very close, is right. when um, we got pissed together once and you kept drawing on me in Biro. That sounds like me. But I don't recall yeah. the evening in question, officer. Uh, yeah, and I think at one point you you uh, you started drawing on my arm in biro, and because uh, I was wearing a t-shirt, and I kind of got used to it. I thought I can't be bothered to have a feels round nice. Like this. Feels nice, doesn't it? it? After a while, yeah. And then I looked down. You were drawing a red hot chili peppers logo on my arm. <laughs> Is it because you had? Why do I think that you've got the red chili peppers tattooed on you? Because I know you've got some Jap- right, Chinese writing. Yeah, <laughs> looking cool, oh, disappointing. mate. Disappointing. Um, Pete, we should do some battery brands because it's Thursday. Um, mm. People keep sending them in. We need to tell them if a um, if a new player has entered the game. We're always on the lookout for random brands of batteries. Uh, I'm going to start with Joseph Eddington. And Pete, I'm going to give you the name. I want you to tell me whether you think it's a new player or not, okay. and then I'll ratify the decision. Yeah. Okay. So, Joseph Eddington, good name by the way. Mm. Uh, sent in um, Thunderbolt Magnums. Oh, we must have had a Thunderbolt Magnum, surely. I mean, that just seems... That's the most obvious name you can give a battery, surely. Well, I looked at the photo of it and I thought it was a new player. Right, okay. Uh, I'm going to put that on the... I'm going to put that on the list, but there's going to be an asterisk next to it, just in case. Okay, okay, fine. Um, what, asterisk or an asterisk? What did I say? Asterisk, didn't I? I said asterisk, didn't I? Asterisk is a French... By the way, is asterisk problematic now the same way Tintin is? Um, I, d- I mean, he just hung out with Obelix or Obelisk. He hung out with Obelisk and <laughs> uh, and the Merlin, the magician, or something, didn't he? I don't. I can't remember I the, their big... adventures. I mean, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm a little bit fucked off speaking of tattoos. Cat and the hat. Cat and the hat's been fucking mm. cancelled, and I've got him my bloody leg. Unbelievable. Yeah, you've t- terrible you, scenes. You, it's only, let's let's be honest people who know you fairly well would have known it's only a matter of time before one of the many tattoos you've got becomes cancelled yeah uh-huh and i mean manny uh, calavera what, what's dr the... seuss done then doctors i think um who made dr seuss was it dr seuss <laughs> who made dr seuss um he uh has other problematic uh he write he, he drew um he, he did a lot of like awful drawings i i didn't know that i'd only read cat in the Hat, to be honest when you're a kid, when you, I was eighteen when I got the tattoo, but when you're a kid, you just like, you just, you just, you just read it. You don't really sort of um, take a second glance, really. But yeah, I, I think he's just got. He's a bit like Robert Crumb. He just, he's just a, a dirty little weirdo. Right. In many ways. Who could have thought it? Yeah. Looking at his output. I know, right? Um, 
Anyway, so uh, I, I think Thunderbolt Magnum is a yes. Unfortunately, mm. Joseph, you need both of us to sign off on that. Yeah. So take it up with Pete. Yeah. Um, Ian, the pool guy, um, sent um, a lovely brand. So, Pete, they're called Homework. Right. But the ohm bit is actually an ohm. No. As in, yeah. That is a new player. That is, I'm ratifying um, that right now. Don't even need two signatures on that one. That is a new player. Well done, you. It is, and it's also got the graphics on the battery itself have got a load of symbols for the male and female. Um, so yeah, male and female symbols all over it. Which sexy. Is, it's, it's, it's a strange, strange Very product. Sexy. But well done to you, Ian, the pool guy. Chris Knowles sent in Frigo, F-R-E-E-G-O, Frigo. I don't think they're a new player. I don't think. Really? Okay. I think they might be a new player, you know, Frigo. It's like Free Willy kind of. Free, right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. We'll come back to you on that, yeah. uh, Chris. But so uh, we should have people all over, up and down the country, all over the world. In fact, checking their um, remote controls, their uh, off-brand electronic devices, to see if they can find yet more off-brand batteries. They're everywhere, <laughs> everywhere you move. Uh, being very stringent, though, we're not letting uh, any old losers in. To be quite frank. Oh, no. something that someone um, sort of mentioned a, a little. Something that I mentioned a little while ago. I couldn't remember who did the song that featured the lyrics "The roof is on fire." Now, oh, yeah. there's obviously like a few songs that, that, that feature it, but uh, Kyle uh, has got in touch, as indeed a lot of people did, but uh, Kyle, um, Kyle's email got me, got me first. Uh, howdy, probably already answered, but his answer Pete's query from a couple of weeks ago about the origin of The Roof, The Roof, The Roof is on Fire. The lyric was originally from an 80s hip-hop tune by Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic 3 with a track called The Roof is on Fire. If you listen to the song, you will also know a probably more famous snippet sampled by the Chemical Brothers at the start of the song. Also, the Bloodhound Gang used the lyric, and then the new metal band Cold Chamber then used it on their track Sway uh, when new metal was at its peak. And I think that's where I probably heard it first. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire, etc., yeah. etc. Et I never, I never really considered. Um... Cold Chamber to be new metal. Oh, I suppose yeah, they kind yeah, of are. I, yeah. th- I thought they were more like a. I thought they were more like quite like dark metal or alternative. No, metal or just they, I mean, they, they not... were very new metal. I think them and Fear Factory. Remember that? back in the day. Remember them? Yeah. Let's not get into metal sub subgenre because we will literally be here all day. But <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Good to go. Nice to get that cleaned up. So Pete, on Monday we talked a bit about Skittles, didn't we? With our dear friend Ali. They're made to make them now, out of water. Yeah, put that on the other. That's opal fruits, Pete. Oh yeah, sorry. Opal fruits, sorry. Uh, Starburst, different brand of Starburst. Thank you, Starburst. Yes. (laughs) You little cunt. Yeah, I've embarrassed myself there. Um, Anyway, um, who was it? Kevin. Kevin's (laughs) been in touch about minstrels. I said, look, great stuff about skittles. Mm. Let's talk about minstrels. Kevin's picked up. Picked up the minstrel baton. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that imagine that. Terrible. It would be uh, really yeah. brittle and it would be melting as soon as you put it in your hand. Disgusting, but I'd like to see yeah. it. I wonder whether you can even call them minstrels these days. <laughs> you can still uh, have minstrels, can't you? I think that would be the yeah? next thing that happens. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, to be honest, that would be the next thing, that hap- uh, next thing that happens because, I mean, that is problematic if you are uh, any kind of studier of um, American history. Mm. Anyway... Anyway, they're called minstrels for now. We have to go with it. Kevin says, um, long time listener, first time emailer, listening to the podcast. Uh, I thought I would use the free email service. Very good. Ooh. It is free. We bear all the costs of the email service. So <laughs> you don't have to. 
Um, in fact, we use a broker, don't we, Pete? Yeah. Use a broker. Yeah. This is um, an email. <laughs> gives us the best price on emails. Um, a lot of our emails are be, have been released as uh, non-fungible or fungible um, works of art um, that you can yeah. obviously get get involved in if you want. We also um, we have a tracker email, so it goes up and down with the Bank of Anglia mm. and the email interest rate. Mm. Anyway, Kevin says, well, "This is I tell you what, never will you find an email." that starts more excitingly than this, right? <laughs> if this doesn't get you excited, then you're dead inside. Um, I thought I'd tell you about the time I visited the Mars Confectionery Factory in Slough. Yes, please. Can you imagine how yeah. sickening the smell is inside the Mars factory? Can you imagine how oh. cloying? Gross. Uddingston in Scotland is where the Tunnocks factory is, and it smells of caramel all year round. Mm, nice. I like that, though. Um, Kevin ramps up the excitement stakes by saying, at the time, I was working for a major high street retailer, brackets WH Smith. <laughs> Just said WH Smith. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we got invited to see how all the products were produced. In the middle of the factory floor, there was what I could only describe as something that looked like and was the size of a passenger plane without wings. Right. What was odd was that it was generating the sound of the sea with the tide splashing against the shore and the waves washing in and out. As I got closer, I was still none the wiser what this giant machine was. It seemed a bit like an over-the-top relaxation device for the workers at the factory. Right. But what it actually was, Peter, and this is a callback and you're going to enjoy it, what it actually was was the machine that they loaded the dull brown chocolate minstrels onto Mm. and allowed to rub against each other to shine them up, oh, giving them beautiful. the highly polished look you will be used to and it will enjoy when you eat the aforementioned Galaxy Minstrel, the humble Galaxy Minstrel. They are shined up, made to look shiny, in a giant passenger plane without wings. They're made to make your mouth water, as the advert said. <laughs> the, um, so, so, so why was it playing like um, kind of music from a I think that was just sound, a sound, sound it effect. makes. Oh, right, okay. Nice, I like that a lot. Yeah, so... You think about it, if you've got millions of minstrels going back and forward mm. in a big passenger plane without wings, probably going to make that kind of sound, yeah. right? How do you, but how do they know that... I mean, I guess they, they must fill the whole thing up because you don't want them to be too shiny. You don't want people getting blinded by their minstrels when they get them out of the packet. So, like, you presumably have to... Fill up the bin, start the gentle rolling of the minstrels in the in the passenger plane without wings, and then and then get yeah. rid rather than just keep pouring and keep emptying it. Would you like to dive in like Scrooge McDuck? Yeah, I, I, yeah, because I, I reckon if you just got big old scoopy handfuls and threw them in the air, um, they'd do some damage. I think. <laughs> if you're oh, right, definitely. Old you, you wouldn't want to be hit with one of them plumb in the eye. No, definitely not. Horrible, horrible business. Um, Apparently, also, I was looking this up earlier, and um, Galaxy Minstrels were the first um, confectionery they used the uh, the phrase "melt in your mouth, not in your hand." People think that was the M and M's, but it was the M and M's later. It was originally the Minstrels, right? Okay, and they're made to make they're made to make your hand water. That's that was the original <laughs> as well. So Kevin's got a little PS to his email, a little addendum. Where he hmm. says, um, "As an ex-resident of Berkhamstead." Hmm. Um, and who, uh, someone who used to go out regularly in the Hemel Hempstead, I'm surprised the subject of the magic roundabout road system has not yet been discussed, as Hemel Hempstead, along with Swindon and High Wycombe, seem to be the only places in the UK with this bizarre road system. Now, I know the magic roundabout in Swindon. Have you experienced, as a moped rider yourself, Peter, have you experienced the magic roundabout system in Berkhamstead? 
No, I don't think there's one in Berkshire. I think Hem- Hemel is uh, Hemel is the big one. But yeah, I I've flirted with it. I just think as soon as I start getting a roundabout, um, that is a recipe for disaster. I'm going to end up underneath yeah. a, a a truck or something. Awful, awful business. Yeah. We don't want that to happen. Yeah. For those of you who can just hear that, my cat's just come into the room. He's obsessed with the spare room. Ah. And, uh, he goes mental. I don't let him in. So I'm about to let him in. Yeah. Um, he he would probably be as equally he'd be equally as endangered as you in a roundabout, Peter. We don't want the cats to go anywhere near the main road. Thank <laughs> no, you very much. But the Swindon no. Magic Roundabout. So for those who live overseas, I, I'm I'm digressing. The, the the Magic Roundabout in Swindon. Now, if you're an if you're an American listener. You're going to call it, I think, a rotary. I think they call it a rotary. You don't get mm. many of them. But we call them roundabouts, and they're everywhere in the UK. The magic roundabout in Swindon, Pete, has got a little tiny roundabout in the middle and five roundabouts orbiting it. Mm. Yeah. It's incredible. I, I don't really know why they thought it was a good idea. <laughs> Everyone has trouble on it, and I don't know what... Like, and Satnav certainly have a lot of trouble, because there's just always... There's always there's like three exits on each one, and you're like, where do I? It's like, um, do you remember the video game? Not video game, a board game, Downfall. <laughs> like, do you remember those little kind of interchangeable like little circles? I never had it. Oh yes, I do. But I did, But I remember yeah. seeing it in the Argos catalogue, and it kind of looked like that was the, the, the caper going on. Actually, speaking of yeah. bloody bloody board games, film as well, mate. Didn't it? Say again. Had a spin-off movie as well, although that was about something different. <laughs> the uh, yeah, ne- never mind uh, the old the old uh, that, that game. But I found out this week. I cannot believe this. Screwball Scramble, Screwball Scramble. Everyone loves Screwball Scramble. It's my yeah. favorite. It was my favorite toy growing up. I loved. It was like a little obstacle course where you had to get a marble across this kind of a quite complex uh, mechanical bearing, little mate. ball Come bearing. On. What did I say? Marble. All right, ball bearing. Marble. <laughs> What's the difference between a marble, a marble, and a marble bearing? Um, <laughs> the um, and yeah, you have to get you had to get through this maze, uh, and there was different kind of like aspects. Of it. Some some would be a game balance. Some would be uh, like a like a wobbly little little part of the maze little and maze. stuff. And it, yeah, little and it yeah. had all different buttons and different actions, and it was like a little activity center um and you'd have to get this ball around around this maze and it's it's been there they started making it in i think 1976 1977 so it's been going for a hell of a long time uh, and it's never let up in its popularity and then last year last year someone the company that owned the license made a second level to it now nice i didn't know about this i would count myself as being a big fan of screwball scramble but they made a second level of course it's not as good of course it's not as polished there's a lot more um uh, there's a lot of more chance going on in the game which i don't necessarily you like oh uh, you just buy it where you buy you know where, where you buy, usually buy your, your, your tommy toys but, but it's I a physical not, board game right but it's a physical board game and they've just they just said screwball scramble to the next level I, I cannot believe they've decided to uh, to make another one without uh, there being a, a real hoo-ha about it. This is bigger than Harry and Meghan. This is goddamn Screwball Scramble, for crying out loud. It's a part of everyone's history in the UK. I would, rec- I would recommend watching the Screwball Scramble world record speed run. Oh, wow, on okay. On YouTube. It is incredibly fast. <laughs> I mean, it is absolutely ridiculous how fast they do it. Yeah. I would recommend that. It's it's incredible. I mean, I would say the I would say the record is probably about twelve seconds. And the pleasing thing about it, if you remember, the final bit of Scribble Scramble, I'm going to do the action Slam. on the camera now. It would go in the little arm, wouldn't it? Yeah. And just flick it over little quick catapult. enough to ding the bell. Yeah. 
Beautiful. Yeah. Great stuff. How great do they? Days. How do they great do? Days. How do they do the f- the first bit is a wobbly walkway. Um, do they flip it from the start of the wobbly walkway down the down to the end very quickly, yeah. or they just do it really quickly? Just just smooth. Um, just smooth traditional, like. mate. Oh, so there's no flicks. There's no there's no showboating. It's they just do the the right thing quicker. Not that I can remember. Right. I got into a bit of a scruble scramble um, YouTube um, hole about I don't know a couple of years ago. Mm. I just remember. Take a lot of PCP. Um, we need back to then. end with this. All right. <laughs> we need to end with this email, Peter, uh, because we've had Charlie's got in touch and he's talked about place names. You know, we've mm. talked about amusing place names near where people live. And Charlie says, um, near me in deepest, darkest Essex are the following places. There is a Fing Ring Ho. Sorry? Fing? Fing? A Fing Ring Ho. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and um, a road quite near him, Turkey Cock Lane. Turkey Cock now, Lane. I like that. I, I, I looked up Turkey cocks? Cock Lane. Uh, I suppose they must do. Yeah. I, 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 I thought um, they have clack. What, what, what did birds have? Clackers. Clackens. <laughs> I can't remember now. Yeah. Clackens. Release the I've clackens. never even heard that word before. What are you talking about? Is it clack- clack- cloaca? Haven't, don't birds have cloacas? Or am I thinking of pigs? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, cloacas. I'm fairly certain that's that's a real word. And I fairly certain I birds have them. Turkey Cock Lane, and I just thought to myself, why are they still calling it that? Yeah, it just it just seems. Uh, you can see why they've named it like that. You know, it, it it the genesis of the word is pretty clear. But you're just thinking of a of a of a turkey with a big old huanga. Anyway, it's only it's in Colchester if you're interested. Um, <laughs> I thought I would I thought I'd round off with just yeah adding a couple of place names to the mix. I looked up Turkey Cock Lane. I looked up it up on Right Move, see if there's any places for sale. There was one really <laughs> nice looking detached like cottage. Okay, uh, but I thought I don't care how priced it, how, how competitively priced it is. I don't want to live on Turkey Cock Lane. Don't thank want you very it. Much. No, thank you. Well, um, what a yeah auspicious end to uh, celebrating the podcast um, the Luke Pitcher will be back on a Monday uh, we love you very much uh, stay out of trouble and if you are going for a drink in the park with a friend don't do drugs ta-ta this was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.